You're listening to Behind the Bops from Electric Angels. Today, I'm speaking to one of the big teen pop stars of the early 2000s. Signing with Simon Fuller at just 14 years old, Amy Stuck quickly picked up a deal with Polydor and in July 2002, at the age of 16, released her debut single, Just a Little Girl. It was almost a whole year later, in June 2003, when she released her most iconic hit, Misfit, which soared into the top 10 in the UK and also charted in Australia, Ireland, the Netherlands and Sweden. That track paved the way for her gold-certified first album, False Smiles, for which she teamed up with massive co-writers like Kathy Dennis and Gary Barlow. It was 2008 before her second album, My Paper Made Men, was released, and on that record she added the likes of Egg White and Guy Sigsworth to her impressive list of collaborators. In 2019, she returned to music when she independently released her first album in 11 years, Happiest Girl in the Universe. So, in the midst of a global pandemic and with the whole country on lockdown, I spoke to her over the phone about all that and more. All right, well, um, how are you doing, firstly, at this absolutely ludicrous time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, actually. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm having, like, actually good days and bad days, yeah. days when you're just, you're feeling a bit trapped, like everyone else is experiencing. But, um, but obviously, you know, I feel like it's wrong to complain because, you know, some people are going through horrific, horrific things um, at the moment. So, uh, yeah, generally pretty good. Like, yeah. uh, we're, we're, we're lucky we live by the sea, so oh, yeah. um, we get to go walk on the beach as a bit of daily exercise, which is good for the mind oh, and the body. Really? Um, and, yeah, I've got my, I mean, I've got my studio here as well, so I've just been working from home. Oh, amazing. My, yeah. um, I have done absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I should probably do some work today. <laughs> it's like, no, not happening. No concentration. <laughs> you haven't done nothing. You're talking to me right now. This is work. This is, yeah, 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 fine. It's not elaborate procrastination. I'm hard it? work, Sean. <laughs> so this, is, this is work. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've been loving going back through some of the old, um, older, the, the stuff we played. Um, the very first show we did, actually, we played Misfit and my ah. phone exploded. And then I think we played Under the Thumb the other day and similarly massive reaction. Um, That's do, so cool. It, it, it's, it, it still sounds so fresh. Are, are, are you aware of how much love there still is for the early stuff? You must get tagged into Twitter things and stuff all the time. I really don't. I really don't. I, I kind of, it's as if it never happened. I, I, it oh, really. Wow. Um, but it's it's one of those, and, and I, I don't get recognised by anybody. Yeah. I don't have people occasionally i get a nice um like a really nice private message from somebody going just i just wanted to say you know your real record really helped me when i was at school or something like that uh but other than that it's um i just sort of getting on with normal life really oh yeah well yeah there's yeah people absolutely adored hearing those tracks you know people that were like oh yeah i remember this song and then they look up and their boyfriend's doing every single word is like reenacting scenes from the video it's just <laughs> like it just sticks out so much um a lot of the stuff on the album as well still sounds so fresh today like I was listening to stuff like beautiful lie and seconds away it just it sounds like it could be on uh, the radio now do you do you look back on those records fondly or are you like oh my god let me move on <laughs> no no i look back on it fondly i think there was a time i think probably around the second album where i was like i just want to move on um but i mean now i'm i just i feel nostalgic and uh affectionate towards it yeah yeah. um 
but yeah, it does weirdly sound very fresh. I I, I don't know why that is. I, I mean, at, at, at a guess, I would say it's because there's still artists doing that sort of genre, um, like the, the Katy Perry's and the yeah, um, yeah. So I think it's still the production doesn't feel as dated as you would expect it to be if it was nearly god how many years ago was that okay. 2000, 2002 2003 yeah. so, <laughs> so <many laughs> whatever, the, whatever, whatever the math on that is <laughs> yeah. i'm not even gonna um but, yeah, but it's, I'm, I'm proud of it, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm quite proud of it. Excellent. What do you remember about that Misfit shoot? Because that video is... I remember... I, I was watching it again the other day, and I remember it pretty much frame for frame. Like, it's, such, <laughs> it's such a... Was that, was, do you remember that being quite a fun day? Or? No, my favourite stuff that I ever did was actually doing the videos for those songs. I think because I act as well. Mm. Um, and it, I didn't really realise at the time that it was sort of feeding that part of my myself. Yeah. Um, so they were like really nice little mini movies um and i worked mainly with sophie miller who did um oh god she did so many videos back then i mean she's still probably doing it now i actually got really ill on set because um i hadn't eaten breakfast or something and mm-hmm. it was like over 100 degrees heat in, in an la high school that they'd hired out um <laughs> and and then they had these crane lights to get that really bright light sort of pop aesthetic and I was so hot and you had to do you have to do like 40 or so takes per camera shot uh, per angle I, it, it was just me dancing so I had to just keep dancing and dancing <laughs> and dancing in this heat and in the end I started to pass out oh, and um, and they had to like, rush me to this dressing uh, camper thing yeah. and like give me oxygen and uh, and stuff but yeah I mean I remember it just being really fun yeah, everyone yeah. in the cast was brilliant everything but all about it was just lovely oh amazing um, I was going to ask about um, All I Want to Do as well I remember that I, I had that on CD single I think before I, I was like, I remember the, 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 the cover the pack shot all the video all that kind of stuff I read on Wikipedia <laughs> is this true or is this a myth Cheryl Crow asked you to do that cover or was involved in the cover yes that oh, is wow. true yeah, so I met her back backstage at a Graham Norton thing, yeah. like a long time ago, and basically the word came through that she. Uh, I found out later it was pro- it was mainly because um, she had a Cheryl Crow's Greatest Hits CD coming out, and yeah. she also had a, a, she was on tour at the time, so um, it probably helped to her favour to have someone else doing like a cover of one of her songs but she did ask um and she sung with backing vocals and um even even in the video on the tv screen uh in the in the diner it's the video of her song Wow. Is you work with some amazing people in that sort of across the second album as well. I was looking at the credits and there's like Kathy Dennis, Egg White, um yeah, I've lost my ridiculous. list. But what what yeah. are your memories of working with those sort of people like that? Um I, I, I just remember making friends with everybody. Yeah, yeah. I think Kathy I probably didn't, although she was she was is is and was and is such a genius. Yeah. Um but she's uh 
she was not she didn't seem very interested to in making friends right so i like not in a nasty way but she was just very uh business-like and uh her approach to writing she was like let's get to it sure. whereas with for me i always like to make friends with the people that i work with so that i can sort of share intimate things with them that help right, yeah. go towards the writing and the discussion of um, you know the, each topic that i wanted to write about so um but yeah i worked with gary barlow he he wrote something about me years later saying that i scared the shit out of him. Really? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah well i mean i think 15 15 16 year old amy must have been quite intimidating to some people um i was quite fiery back then oh, amazing uh, I'm I'm now 34 year old Amy, so um, <laughs> I'm I'm somewhat softer. At these yeah, days. yeah. Oh gosh, amazing. <laughs> but, I I, but I will say I was never mean. I'm not a mean person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Gosh, I was going to say I didn't realise I, I didn't realise just how young you actually were at the time. Was it was it fun back then, or was it do you, was it just like pressure and I mean I don't know. In in all honesty, it was both. In one side of it, it completely saved my life because mm. I, uh, behind closed doors, I, I wasn't a very, I wasn't a very well person. Right. Um. So actually, it it got me out of bed, and it was, you know, took me into a world that I was able to sort of, you know, create and, um, you know, I don't know. But the but then there was the flip side of it that um there was this enormous pressure and uh my way of dealing with it growing up because essentially I grew up in the public eye from like age 14 up. Mm. Um, and my day, my way of dealing with it was to pretend like it wasn't happening. Right. So I just sort of accepted the weirdness that was happening all around me. Sure. And, and like, and didn't, didn't spend much time thinking about it because if I thought about it, I had, I had terrible stage fright for quite a long time. Mm. Um, just because my first ever gig was in front of 20,000 people oh um, at the Proms in the Park. Yeah, with do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was just given something that now I know is called an in-ear, but it hadn't been moulded and it was just shoved in my ear and I was shoved out on stage. Oh so it was, uh, yeah. And then the second bit of performance I did was on top of the pops and I had the girl that used to bully me at school was randomly in the audience oh and stood up front with her arms crossed, giving me uh, bitch faces. And, um, yeah, so I, so I, I didn't have the best start yeah. <laughs> as far as um, wow. confidence building goes. But yeah, I, I, to be honest, I have, I, it was all things. It was mm. full of so much joy and excitement. And it was also full of a lot of stress and fear and negativity. So, I mean, it was both really was yeah, yeah. like, li- like life itself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> um, it's, it's changed so much now in terms of like the artists coming through. Now the charts have changed. The way people can see music has changed. Obviously social yeah. media is enormous. If you were just starting out now, I mean, would you or would you be like no <laughs> pass <laughs> it's hard to say because i obviously wouldn't have no i, no, I probably would have i probably would have done it but I, yeah. I i think i probably wouldn't have survived it as well right as i did um i think the social media element i i would have really really struggled with i feel very sorry for people growing up with social media mm. now um, and I feel very grateful that I managed to avoid that. You, I'm slightly obsessed with your second album being such like a cult, rare yeah, classic. The, mi- 
the mystery album. It's incredibly, yeah. like, I mean, I looked on Amazon yesterday, it's like 350 quid that someone's selling one. <laughs> eBay, 200. It, it, it's amazing. It was what, it was what, at one point it was a grand. Oh my uh, goodness. Like, I saw, I saw it was up for a thousand pounds. Um, and I was thinking, I was thinking, maybe I should put one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that would help me financially. <laughs> well, I was going to say, the fact that it is so rare, is that your decision to not have it up, or is that like a corporate no, admin no, thing? No, not my decision. No, so uh, the, the situation with that is that um, the company that, that put it out essentially doesn't exist anymore. Ah. They turned into a different company, um, and I've been trying to get permission um, to have it re-released but the, the, for some reason it's just not happening and I've been trying for so long mm. um, but yeah it's just not happening And uh, but now I've got my lawyer involved and we're just trying to kind of get find that person just that one person yeah, who can yeah. go yeah that's fine yeah. Uh, but other than that, I think um, didn't there weren't that many copy, hard copies out right? Um, and so um, there are a few around but they are particularly they're like gold dust. Wow! I tell you what, if you if you if anyone out there, or if you were desperate to hear that second album, I it is available in one place, and that was that is on um, my YouTube channel. I made sure that I put it on there, oh, so excellent. at least people could listen to it. And what was that second album experience like for you? Uh, on a whole, because it, 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 it um, can't get my words out, because it represented a bit of a, a sonic shift from the first album, but it was still with a major label. So, in terms of like the creative side, how was that for you in terms of pushing yeah. your sound forward? I mean, I just, I just knew what I, I was very sure-minded as to what I wanted to create and and I um, and how I wanted to do things. I think I was in the wrong group of people to be doing that style so it's almost like a bit of a halfway house Mm. kind of album where you can tell it's trying to go in one direction but doesn't fully go there okay um and it's still uh still quite mainstream um but i was assured at the time yes you know we're gonna definitely we we definitely understand what what you're wanting to do Mm. um yeah i don't know i still i and again, that was quite a strange time. Eventually, um, it led to me leaving all of my contracts, right? Um, and just going off on my own and t- sort of creating something that I wanted to create without any input from anyone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is essentially what I did for the third album. But yeah. The, um, although that sort of took a long time to uh, finish. I was going to say about the, the, the new album, it's your first for a little while. What was it like to sort of see that the new album go out into the world after so long? Like, how did it feel when that was finally released? Oh, my God. I mean, I've, it's, like, it's like being in labour for 10 years <laughs> and then finally, finally that moment when you hear the baby cry and you're like, yes, it's, it's okay. a wave of relief. <laughs> yeah. A wave of relief. And joy and all those feelings. Um, Yeah, I was so over the moon when it was finally released. And, you know, every element of that record from the the photography artwork was, you know, I did the photography for it. and And I worked with my best friend's on the design and um you know i i was the one who got it all printed out and oh amazing 
yeah it, i mean it could it can't be any more personal than it actually is yeah. um and and that was really important to me so i Brilliant. remember i it was all building up to the album launch show and we I, I did that and i couldn't lose my cool for that yeah but it was lovely it felt like a sort of family affair and my dad was playing violin for me on oh, stage and um then all the previous band members from previous setups over the last decade all came up on stage for this uh, encore song. Yeah. And then it wasn't really until the next morning when I woke up in my bed um, going, oh, it's happened now. Yeah. And and I just burst into tears and just like laid there crying and crying and crying tears that were, oh. I guess, overwhelmed yeah. tears. Not, not, not unhappy, not... I guess partially happy, but more like I was in shock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was a yeah, it was a good feeling. Oh gosh, good feeling. it's such a powerful album. It really made me stop in my tracks. I heard it last year, and I was listening. I've been listening to it again over the last few days. What's the reaction been like to it so far? How, 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 how in terms of like the feedback you've had and how it's resonated with listeners? How, how do you feel like it's, it's been amazing? Like as far as reviews go it it's the only album i've done that i haven't had a single negative review oh amazing and and i've been getting you know five out of fives hundred out of hundreds i i i, I was so blown away by the response it got yeah. from pe- the people who heard it and then on a personal level just the amount of messages i got from people saying i suffer with this kind of mental health problem and i or i i have this chronic illness and this really resonated with me and and i i think the main thing was i didn't i didn't realize that the album was a a really hopeful album right yeah kind of when i was writing it i was just writing it about what was happening to me so Mm. you know you wouldn't think that an album with a song that's got called overdose on it would be a positive album but it wasn't really until my friend uh connor said he was one of the first people to hear the whole record together yeah. and he was just like oh I'm not going to do his accent he's Irish <laughs> imagine this in an Irish accent um, he was just like you know oh Cash can I swear oh yeah go for it. <laughs> he was like he was like fuck me Amy seriously this is this made me feel so good he was like it, it and I was like really and he was like yeah it made me it made me feel like really hopeful and I was like oh okay and yeah, and I received so many lovely messages wow. from people. So it's just been, it's just not been lovely. I mean, global pandemics aside, <laughs> what what's next? Are you kind of like, okay, that album's done. Let's take a break. Or are you playing some live stuff? Are you still writing, recording? What's what's next? Well, I'm sort of. I, I sat down during this pandemic um, <laughs> and went through all of my songs that I had not released and that. Not all the songs I hadn't released because some of those have been like from ages ago, but ones that over the last two two years, and it, I worked out that I have like something like between twenty two and twenty six songs that are ready to be recorded. Yeah, and um, I so I've just been doing that really. I've been with three songs in um, have recorded. Yeah, and um, I say we. That's been my husband, and, yeah. um, who's called Ghost Culture, and he he is a producer, writer, DJ guy. So it's oh quite, yes, quite he did a really convenient great, um, for me. Really great version of the water that came out a few weeks yes, ago. Yes, oh, he did. It was really sweet of him. He did he did a little reimagining thing of the water, uh-huh. and actually he's on the he's on the A list on um, 
uh, uh, Six Music at the moment with oh, yeah. the track he did with Fale, yeah. Um, yes, really random. But he's suddenly shot up to the A list on on Six Music, but, um, but yeah, it's great. Great, it's really good. As far as touring goes, I, I my touring obviously did get caught, uh, cut short because yeah. of the not caught short, but cut short. <laughs> so, I, but I do have a, a show booked in in Bournemouth uh, in November. I mean, we're just going to have to see where. It, this what happened yeah yeah amazing all right well thank you so much for um singing to me again it's really great to talk to you um you're welcome i we're gonna sort of make a little charity donation just to say thank you to any yes. charity you like have you got any any in mind i do have one i i, I like i'd like it to go to mind oh yeah yeah oh, um, amazing. just because i mean yeah i have bipolar and and so I selfishly would like anyone. No, it's not selfish at all. It's no, just no, I, I think um, the NHS, the amazing NHS in this country, just really struggles as far mm. as like uh, nah, uh, mental health side of things because the funding is so low. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so organisations like Mind are, are so important. What a legend. Amy's new album, Happiest Girl in the Universe, is out now, and £50 has been donated to Mind on her behalf. Thank you for listening. I'm Sean Kitchener. You can find me on Twitter at Sean Kitchener, spelt S-H-A-U-N. And you can find more pop music goodness at electricangels.uk or at underscore electricangels on Twitter and Instagram.